Okay, so before uh, but before we get started with everything, uh, Ash asked the very important question of level of profanity. Uh, I am wanting to go for a PG thirteen uh level of profanity. So, mm-hmm. which means we only get one per episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we get one hard cuss per per episode. Collectively, yes, yes. Just, just like how at the end of of uh, oh god, I forgot what movie it was. Um, oh, it, it's gonna be Deadpool. No, no, no. There, there was this one movie um, where it was like a kid scams his way into a lot of money, and at the very end, was it Richie Rich? I think it was Richie Rich. Anyways, they they dropped the they dropped the f bomb at the very end. And it was like, that was the only reason that movie was PG-13. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, we get one. Otherwise, Selfie is going to have to start bleeping. And while I find that hilarious, I don't want to give him any more work than necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also, we can't bleep the stream. <laughs> that is true. We cannot bleep the stream. The bleeping is for the recording. Unless you have a soundboard and are really qu- quick on the draw. I, I have I neither have of those soundboard. <laughs> It is uh, a digital soundboard, but it is a soundboard. Uh, no, I I should be right. I've been working on the radio for like a year now. Yeah. Yeah, about a year. Yeah, I'm more worried for me. <laughs> I uh, think we're all worried about uh, ourselves in yeah. some degree. Yeah. If it helps, I almost asked that question with a swear word in it. Like, come <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah. Uh... But yeah, so uh, moving on to uh, to Poets' uh, questions, uh, names and pronouns and whatnot. Uh, I am John. I am the uh, the GM for this game. Uh, he, him, uh, so on and so forth. Who wants to go next? Uh, I'll go next. Whoa. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Everyone. Okay, all at once. <laughs> go while I recover. I'm Hillary. I use they them pronouns. Yeah. I'm, I'm Julian. Ash. Oh. Well, never mind. Nope. (laughs) No, you go. I'm Ash. I use he, him pronouns. And then I'm Julian. I use he, him pronouns. Yeah. Woo! Okay, so... So, Before we get into character creation, I'll go ahead and read off uh, some of the general uh, knowledge of uh, this town that uh, your characters would know. So, let's see. The town is uh, Portsmouth, Maine, uh, located in... uh, Main United States. Uh, it has a population of 43,000. The mayor is Ezekiel Hatburn. He has been the mayor for the past nine years. He's just starting on his uh, third term. Which, fun fact, um, mayors in America do not have a term limit. I had to look that up. Uh, yeah. Over the course of his uh, uh, tenure as mayor, he has created uh, many jobs and affordable housings with his ongoing... Uh, city beautification project and directly because of those unemployment and homelessness has plummeted uh he's he, too good i don't trust him he's a driving force behind uh police reform in the city uh i don't see why you wouldn't trust this man he seems like a good guy um good. okay let's see the birds city, too many hats <laughs> uh the city is very proud of its lobster trade in national park uh big into lobsters in this town it's their favorite. The uh, is it their favorite? It is their favorite. Uh, 
on June 16th, at the start of a lobster season in Maine, they have their annual lobster festival. Um, oh, sorry, the coffee is uh, fighting me. Okay. Um, let's see. Portsmouth has uh, two popular newspapers. Portsmouth Crier, which is your standard run-of-the-mill newspaper, and the Portsmouth Gazette. It used to be a standard run-of-the-mill newspaper, but after uh, their profits began to uh, fall, they decided to turn uh, more into a tabloid. So they start reporting on the weird and the out there and the wild. Uh, And leading into that, Portsmouth is unofficially the supernatural capital of the U.S. They they claim to have ghosts, cryptids, uh, you know, sewer gators, the whole nine yards. If you think a town has it, then Portsmouth is definitely going to claim they have it. Um, this is mostly in part due to the tourism industry, which, uh, or the tourism board, who just lean in super hard. Like, they're, they're all about paranormal rumors and urban legends, and pretty much the rest of the city officials do not like that. They'd rather Portsmouth be known for their lobsters, not for their lobster gators that live in the, in the sewers. You know, I'm gonna write that down, because that is actually a thing I should use in the future. Oh my god. Okay. So, um, what age period setting are we in? Uh, modern? Mo- yeah, mo- modern contemporary. Um, let's see. Uh, some people it, who, uh, hey, you know, who deal with the uh, paranormal community in Portsmouth claim that it was what inspired H.P. Uh, Lovecraft's uh, Innsmouth. For those of you who are in the know of the tourism industry, you know that's just a lot of hogwash. Like, it is purely because of the name. <laughs> um, the city has no relation to Portsmouth, New Hampshire, which also claims to be to be very haunted. And I only learned about Portsmouth, New Hampshire a year after I made Portsmouth, Maine. And some people claim that a uh, acclaimed uh, horror author, Stephanie Queen, has a summer home in town, but no one can prove it. Okay, so there are also a few notable locations throughout the city. Uh... You guys are not limited to these locations. Uh, when we get into character creation, you can come up with your own. These are just, uh, you know, just things to help you, like, figure stuff out if uh, you want to be involved in them. So, there it. Oh, actually, I'm going to share with you guys the map I made, which is up on stream currently. Uh, but that is the wrong chat. That is, what chat is that that I just sent that? Oh well, they're getting a Portsmouth map. <laughs> okay, so in our Discord, I've just uploaded the map, and I will go down and through the uh, uh, locations that are mentioned. So there's City Hall. It's a uh, it's the City Hall. It is housed in the renovated mansion of the city's founder and first mayor, Art Armitage. Uh, the Peace Station, the city's rebranded law enforcement. Um, with the exception of very rare occasions, the, your standard uh, peace officer is uh, equipped with non-lethal tools such as tasers and pepper spray. Uh, Armitage Park, a park dedicated to the city's founder, Arthur Art Armitage. Uh, the Marina, it's a large marina at the coastal side of town for both private and commercial uh, seacraft. Arkham University, community college known statewide for their baseball team, the Goats. Uh, <laughs> uh, St. Thurston's Hospital, 
It's the local hospital, <laughs> primarily funded by taxes with a few anonymous investors. The Rabbit Meadow Mall, a nearly abandoned mall with only a few stores open nowadays. The usual hangout for hoodlums and ne'er-do-wells. NQA Pawn Shop, owned by Norman Quincy Ackles, a stern but fair businessman. Some say the shop's names aren't his initials, but rather it stands for No Questions Asked. The Placeholder Cafe, one of the longest-running businesses in the city, located near the park. Uh, Wednesday's Bar, a local bar ran by Lewis Wednesday. Uh, the Nuclear Gym, a popular gym with uh, blah, a... Pro- I, blah. Coffee, why are you betraying me? The Nuclear mm-hmm. Gym, a popular gym well-received for its energetic and polite pers- personal trainers and well-maintained equipment. And finally, Elizabeth's Eldritch Encounters. A supernatural tour business owned and operated by Shauna Hamarch, who bought it from the original uh, Elizabeth. Um, so yeah, those are all the locations that I have made. Well, me and uh, the folks from the the first game I ran of this, and uh, I'm also going to throw out some house rules here, uh, just so they're in the in the back of your uh, minds. So I have two house rules that I pretty much use in anything, which is I know a guy. Uh, in any situation where it makes sense, a PC can declare, I know a guy, and then you quickly come up with, uh, like, that NPC and their relationship to your character. Uh, the more details I have to fill in, usually the better. Upon the declaration of this NPC's existence, the, uh, PCs then roll, like, a charisma check to see how the NPC reacts to them showing up. And, uh, the rule of cool... Which is, if the action a player takes is described sufficiently awesomely, the difficulty of the check is lowered, especially if it's particularly in character, on point, or epic. Um, and these next two are more important towards uh, uh, character creation, which is the, the range of your anima, which I'll get into later, and your character's drive, which I will get into later. Okay. And, yeah, just the last little thing here is... Something I wrote up for uh, Portsmouth, which uh, it is off in the corner, uh, the corner, it's on the left side of the stream, but yeah, it is Portsmouth. Uh, bleh. Wow. I screwed up immediately. One word in. I need more coffee. wrong. <laughs> Portsmouth, Maine is a quiet city well known for its lobsters and beautiful parks. However, much to the vexation of the city officials, it is known for its supernatural happenings. Anything and everything, from ghostly figures to cryptids, have allegedly been sighted in the city and nearby National Park. Despite the efforts of those in charge, Portsmouth is a weird city. But surely that's just people's imaginations running away with them. Okay, and that is everything from the Portsmouth Zodiac uh, information um, document. I believe all you guys have access to that if you need to cross-reference anything. Uh, A blobfish is looking at it right now, so... Definitely one of you can see it. Okay. All right. So, because Julian has uh, done this before, he will be our guinea pig for building uh, characters. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. So, we will go for... uh, uh, You know what? I'm going to go ahead and send everyone the roll 20 link. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> oh? did something go wrong? Uh, yeah, sorry, it, uh, there it is. 
Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna send everyone. Oh, it's offline for me. Oh, it is. Oh, well then. Very well. Everybody, get out pen and paper because you're gonna have to record your stats. Oh wait, I typed in dot com, not dot net. I um, I had that Google sheet. Oh, you have a Google sheet. Yeah. Oh, rad. Okay. Uh, I was wrong. By the way. Okay. Well, then roll20.com instead of .net. Ah, okay. Well, I still, I sent you the thing to the game, so uh, once people have joined that, I will provide, uh, you know, character sheets for them. So, anyways, we're going with, uh, with Julian first. Do you have a name? Uh, do I have a name? Do you have a name? I thought it was uh, Julian. Let me log in to this. Let me log in, gotcha. How do I that show up? My character's name. Yes. Let me, let me fix up my stuff. My character's name is Florence. Um, he, him. Uh, Florence Valentine de la Fontaine. Dang. So. Are we fancy. Or it could be just Fontaine. I, I, I haven't uh, fixed up the details yet, but let me... Okay, so I will go ahead and give you the character sheet. Uh, Alright, you changed your name. Okay, so all of you are going to be able to see one another's... Okay, do all of you want to be able to see each other's uh, character sheets? I... Not particularly bust either way. Yeah, Is it important that we see each other's character sheets? Not really. Okay, so... You have, uh, you have uh, Mr. Florence here. So, what are his stats? Well, okay, first first I should explain stats. So, in Overarms, you are given five dice to represent your stats. Uh, D4, D6, D8, D10, D12. And, yeah, you put all of... Yeah, you put one of those in each of your stats. And then, when you have to go roll a, uh, a stat check of some sort, you use that dice. And when you level up, you get to pick one of these dice, except for a d12, and you bump that up to the next level. I think it's a pretty cool uh, system. So, so, what what are Mr. Florence's uh, HP, intelligence, strength, charisma, and dex? And do we have the character? Oh, we do have the character sheet. Yes, I am. There we go. Yeah, I, I will be adding character sheets as we go. Okay, so... Uh, should we start with, uh, the highest? Uh, sh- sure. Okay, so his highest is Charisma. I would never have guessed. <laughs> I, Second highest. Yeah, full is, disclosure, I know a bit about this character. <laughs> yeah, I've, I have, uh, forced you to know a little bit about this character. Okay. So. Uh, so, second highest, so the D12 is Charisma. D10 is Int. Mm-hmm. Uh, the D eight is dexterity. Oh please, uh, the... do do not pull a Mariel. What? Are you, what's next? Are you concerned? What's D six? D six would be health. Oh, thank God. And, and then strength is a D four. Okay, strength is your dump stat. We had a uh, we we had a friend uh, in our other game who she decided to put the D4 in health and went down in the first fight. It was kind of glorious. 
Okay, so we we have. Okay, let's uh let's move on to some more parts of your character before we get on to uh your uh uh anima. So your okay. virtue, vices, and drives. So basically, what these are is your virtue is kind of like the uh uh the thing that your character holds the highest. Uh, you know, like. I I can't stand to see people get bullied. I can't, you know, like I I'm always here for uh for truth, you know, so on and so forth. Um, for those who play Fate, it's kind of like your high concept. Uh, for those who play D and D, I don't know. I I don't your think there ideals. is. Yeah, that yeah, would be yeah. Your ideal. Yeah, it's your ideal. So, what is Florence's virtue? You see, I had all of this time. When I was thinking about this character, you had most of a month <laughs> to come up with any of these things, and instead I made a Pinterest board. So <laughs> completely valid. I think that that's about where I am. Uh, so <laughs> uh, let me let me just uh, kind of talk out talk him out. He yeah. is very driven. Um, he's very like. Mover and shaker, he's gonna get things yeah. done. Yeah, he's a go-getter. He is a go-getter. Um, so, uh, he, gosh, he, he wants, he wants things to run smoothly, and he wants things to, uh, he doesn't want the man to put down all your fun, really. He he's, wants he's things to run smoothly, fun. and he wants things to be exciting. Yes. So, um, I guess his virtue would be kind of like freedom, or like... Well, it, it's weird to say freedom, I because he does do a lot of paperwork. But, um, yes. you know, let's, let's circle back around to virtue, because his vice is definitely extravagance and vanity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, from the Pinterest board you showed me, yeah, definitely. Okay, and for his drive for this campaign, mm-hmm. um, it will be a friend's cousin is missing. Oh. Yeah, so th- that is the, the call to action in this campaign. All right. Okay, so you give us our drive. Um... Uh, usually in a regular game, no, but for this one, it's like, I need a reason for you lot of chuckleheads to, to be in a group. Yeah. So you're giving us our, our quest. Yes. Basically. Yeah, I, I am, I am giving you the, the impetus for the, uh, uh, for, for the story. All right. So where there's, you know, I'm going to drag the PDF over here. So, get, t- tell us a little bit about Florence. T- tell us a bit about his uh, his background and history. So, Florence, um, he is kind of a prodigal son returned to Portsmouth. Uh, he went away for college uh, and ended up back here um, because he thinks that the cryptid tourism is just chef's kiss. Mwah, perfect. <laughs> he is so down. 
town with all of the crazy stuff Portsmouth, uh, Portsmouth's tourism industry is laying down. He, like he is, he is on board. So he came back uh, to get involved with the tourism industry and the tourism board, and he is kind of like a driving for like he is their bulwark against city council because he wants he wants this crazy extravagance to continue so he is like doing the paperwork he is on the ground level uh pushing back against uh city hall to make sure that uh they don't shut down any of the attractions they don't uh that we can continue having uh cryptid fest and crazy like ghost parties i don't know we're we're gonna have ghost parties now um <laughs> and and just like haunted houses just all of that he is he is ready to do paperwork in order to make that happen i i can totally see florence as the kind of guy where like uh uh like somebody's trying to come in hard on a elizabeth's eldritch encounter is like oh you don't have the the paperwork to to do this and then he just kicks in the door throws a manila envelope on on the counter it's like yeah she does yes like like he's the guy that comes in with like the sunglasses and um pulls them down dramatically and then pulls out like a a crisp you know embossed form from his from his briefcase and just like slaps it down yeah that's 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 the vibe nice okay um let's see what is next um you know what speaking of sunglasses uh what what does florence look like okay so um florence is about uh six feet tall and kind of like you heard his stats he's not very buff he's very much more of a paper pusher he's very kind of like uh a pencil neck i guess He's 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 very broomstick-esque. You know, we've got this this twiggy aesthetic. Um but uh despite the fact that he is about six feet tall, he does wear uh platform heels all the time. Constantly. You can you cannot get this guy out of platform heels. Uh and he his um he's got like this really kind of avant garde sort of um gender non-conforming uh like billy porter on a red carpet kind of uh fabulous vibe um but also like mixed with business so you know he likes wearing uh boots that have like really interesting construction and uh things like that and he me out. You know that guy that um got like was making headlines because he's a straight white man, and he's wearing heels and um business skirts to work and all that. I know exactly who you're talking about. I'm I'm picturing that level of <laughs> like business attire. Images yes, like that so... are on the Pinterest board. Yes, uh, I'll have to share the Pinterest board. It is it is a mm. it is a fun time, but um. That Pinterest board definitely has some JoJo's on it. It does. Uh, that's that's for like 
the weekend, though. You know, when he's at work, he wears a respectable avant-garde suit. Um, and uh, he has kind of like medium brown kind of, uh, uh, I guess, medium brown hair would be the the, the term. Uh, and uh, it's fairly short. Um, he's like clean shaven and he's got uh, moderately um, pale skin. Um, and I never thought of an eye color. Oh my God. You know what? Uh, he has gray eyes. That's fine. Whatever. And he is uh, just an absolute delight. <laughs> okay, so the last thing for uh, your character is your socioeconomic standing. So you work mm -hmm. for City Hall, so you're uh, you're not rich, but you're a little higher up the food chain than uh, middle class. Mm -hmm. And the way that uh, being paid works in this game, good lord, okay, is... Uh, basically, poverty, $10 a day. Middle class, $20 a day. Rich, it's $40 a day. So, because you're kind of in the upper end of a uh, middle class, I'll say that you make about $30 a day, and, you know, this is just, like, abstract money. Okay. So, yeah, like, if you guys say, like, hey, I want to buy this $300 sniper rifle, like, I'm gonna make you earn it, but if it's like, hey, I'm, I wanna, I want some of these five dollar sodas. Like, I'll probably just give it to you. So I've I've put down upper middle class. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, put like thirty dollars a day next to it or something. Yes. Okay, so now we get we get to the exciting part, the anima. So for the theming of uh of this game, uh, probably somewhat obvious with the campaign's name. We will be using a zodiac for the reference, or for like the building blocks of the animus. Um, in the home game, I used the Western zodiac. So in this one, we will be using the Chinese zodiac. And basically, all that means is like your anima, uh, your stand, your persona, whatever you want to call it, rep will be referencing the Chinese zodiac in some way, shape, or form. Like it could be that. The anima looks like a bird, but it's named like uh, uh, supersonic boomerang. Or it could be that the uh, anima's name is nuclear dragon, but it looks like a motorcycle. Like, just so long as there's that reference in the anima, like, it is fine. Uh, you, you could be fancy and have the uh, name and the design of the anima be... Uh, you know, like, both reference the Zodiac. But, yeah. Uh, so, going on, uh, what is the name of your anima? And I guess by extension, like, what uh, Zodiac uh, sign are, are you going to be using as a... Uh, as Man, a I had to come up with the name of my anima? <laughs> are you... <laughs> okay, let, let's come back to this. What, 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 uh, what sign is, uh, is your anima? So my uh, sign is going to be the rat. All right. And uh, what type of anima is it? You have uh, the four choices, the fighter, the magician, the guardian, or the assassin. 
I was thinking magician. Okay. Because this, this feels very magician. Okay, so a moderately long-range support type uh, stand. Or anima? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a, a stanima? Uh, just, just, get, uh, just, just get that, you know, beeped out. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, just... Selfie, every time we say stand, just beep it out. Especially when I just said stand. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, okay, so on... Uh, yeah, if you guys have the PDF open, on uh, page 27, there are a list of uh, example uh, anima abilities, which uh, you know you guys can use if you want. So for your yeah. anima ability, you kind of want level 1 to be uh, kind of bland, or kind of... Uh, you don't want it to be hyper-specific, as uh, the more kind of generic it sounds, the easier it will be to build upon it in later levels. So, uh, what, 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 uh, I remember you gave me a laundry list of nouns and verbs, so what did you wind so, up uh, deciding on for a... Uh, well, I, I kind of wanted to um, discuss this with the rest of um, my group, because, you know... It, it may have um, effects on them. So I, I narrowed it down to six possibilities. And you just, you just, when, when it sounds pretty good, you just, you just chime in, all right? Okay. I, I have also uh, told uh, Julian this. Um, in our home game, I banned one person from using many of the powers he suggested because I know him and he is evil. Um... But in this game, I am not going to say no to anyone's powers. Uh, I will make suggestions, but I'm not going to outright ban a a power. So, be free. Be free, my children. Okay, so uh, here's option one is invert. Just just think about what that that might feel like. Um, Option two is orient. Uh, Option three is reload. I just want to... Orient as in orientation, not as in the weird phrasing for Asia. Yes, yes. So, like, orientation, um, the facing directions of, of things, yes. Uh, option three is reload. Option four is snatch. Uh, so that's, that's much more like uh, stealing little things kind of thing. Option snatch like is kind of like... In um, line with being a rat. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, option five is file. Um, and by this, I do mean like Manila folders. <laughs> and then option six is mask. Oh, not lamp. Not broom. No, it's not. not it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you had you had shown an affinity toward mask when we were discussing it in the car. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I heard I heard some some resonance towards snatch. Is that is that uh, fair to say? Snatch, yeah. and I, I but I feel like snatch could also be more assassiny. I think if you mm-hmm. wanted to go magician, invert sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel okay. like invert was also one of the stronger ones uh, we were discussing. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So. Yeah, let's go with invert then. Okay. That, there's a, probably a lot of crazy things I could do with that. Okay. So so let's define level one invert. What mm-hmm. what uh what can level one invert do? 
Uh, okay. So level one invert. Hmm. Uh, it definitely is is going to be like the physical manifestations of things. You can. Um, I'm not going to go invert like your memories or something. Like it, it has to be concrete. Has to be something you or your stand can touch. Anima. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. So it it has to be a a physical object. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so invert is interesting because it has a lot of like, I guess, uh, meanings or or ways applications. You can take it. Applications certainly. Um, so perhaps uh, for a level one, it's just inverting. It, I guess it kind of is like direction. Uh, it, it would be similar to Orient in which, like, I could flip something upside down, or I could, you know, uh, swap something back and forth. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so we'll say like a, a reverse direction for a invert okay. level one. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead and put that down on uh on your sheet. Okay. And uh, have have you thought about the uh, the design of your anima at all? Uh, my anima is going to be a straight up rat, um, like just a normal looking rat, or like I I think that it is going to have some um, interesting design elements to it. Like uh, I was throw I I was thinking like it it could look like inorganic in some way. Like maybe it's a uh, maybe it's a robot rat, or maybe it's... Um, it, but it is the size and shape of a literal rat. Okay. Uh, but uh, just... Uh, it could look like it's impossibly made out of stone, and you don't exactly know how it's moving, because, you know, it should be a rigid structure. Um, okay. You know. Uh, yeah, uh- I think... Yeah, like, in, in my brain, uh, like, just throwing it out there, I was imagining, like, the wrap was made out of, like, uh, like forms, like, uh, sheets of paper. Ooh. Oh, that's pretty cool. I just went with cool. the rat mm-hmm. and then posted that photo in the Discord of the rat with the little tiny crochet hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's lovely. <laughs> it's cute. Oh, yes. The- <laughs> you see... That is the kind of thing that is going to happen. Like, regardless of what the stand actually looks like, the, it is going to be dressed up at some point. Um, uh, I just um, want to make an amendment, uh, amendum, uh, a correction. Addendum? Addendum, thank you. Uh, Selfie, you do not have to bleep every time we say stand. That that was just a fun goof. Oh, session, I think it's alright in session zero. Once we actually start playing, we should yeah. try and... Once we start playing, then you should bleep them. Oh, no. Okay. Um, I was gonna say we should just try and be a little bit more aware that we're saying anima. Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, also, for uh, future reference, anima is the plural... Bah. The plural of anima is also anima. Because there is a gotcha. secondary cre- uh, type of creature in this uh, game, which is called an animus, and the plural of animus is also animus. 
So it we, we kind of got this this moose situation going with uh, both types of creatures or Love entities. It. So yeah. So here's the the only thing that I'm thinking is that I do want it to be shiny. Sparkle rat. I it does need to be a sparkle rat because it needs to go with my outfit. Of course. Um, <laughs> it's a reflection of, of Florence, after all. Mm-hmm. So um, it could be like a crystalline structure. Ooh. But that could be. It could be like a a crystal rat. That... Uh, I know a lot of people who uh who had crystal rat. Um, they're in jail now. Oh. Well, you are from Arkansas. Yeah, that's so. <clears throat> so hey, my crystal uh, rat guy just lives down the road. Welcome to Armadale. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, so we got a uh, a crystalline rat. Yes. All right, and now we do the rat stats. So they are rat the, stats. So yeah, the the rat way you uh de- bleh, the way you determine the stats for your anima is the same as uh the person, but the anima has several different uh bleh, Sorry, uh, I need more water to counteract that coffee. So the way the anima stats are set up with uh, anima power, range, power, defense, and speed. Um, you and your anima both share the same HP pool. Any damage that hits the anima is reflected on your character. And, uh, you know, once, uh, you take enough damage to go down, you go down. So the anima power isn't your anima's HP. It is how often you can summon your anima and use its, uh, ability source. So, summoning the anima is one anima point. Every time you use its level one ability, that is also an anima point. Um... These refresh, you know, like all the other things, uh, these refresh after you sleep, so feel free to just go nuts with them. Mm-hmm. Um, in combat, uh, you can target multiple char- or multiple enemies or characters with uh, your anima's power, but you spend uh, one additional AP per each uh, creature you're attacking that way, or affecting that mm-hmm. way. So yeah, just keep that in mind. Range is uh, how far away your anima or its effect can be from you before it uh, stops. And this is one of my house rules. So the rules is written. Um, these are actual campaign notes. Okay, my house rules. So rules is written. Uh, states that a anima's range is three times the size of the dice used. So a d4 means that you can that your anima's range is 12 meters. Because I don't want to figure out how far that is on a game tile, um, your dice is going to represent how many squares. Uh, the effect or the anima can travel away from you in combat. So D4 equals four squares. And uh, yeah, we'll use the original rules as written for uh, distances and non-combat scenes where it's probably going to be extremely abstract anyways. So yeah, I just wanted to uh, to state that. So here is, here is a further question, um, just yes. for clarification. Yes. So is, does the, does that mean that, uh, I could have my rats scurry out, you know, four squares, and then from that rat's position is where the range of their um, ability effect uh, is? Or is it, are the ability effects centered on me or on my anima? Hmm. Okay, I'm going to say if your anima has some kind of, uh, uh, like, effect that requires you to touch something, like, uh, mm-hmm. like your anima, for instance. Uh, mm-hmm. The range will be the range of the anima, and uh, e- you know what? Yeah, we'll say that the range of the power's effect will radiate from the anima itself. So, okay. yeah, if you 
if you hit something at max at your four uh, uh, space distance with a reversal, and it turns around and it starts going, once it hits that fifth space away from the rat, it will be able to turn around and come back. Mm. So yeah, so long as you keep your rat within that range, uh, the effect will uh, continue. Mm. Um, another thing that is important about uh, anima stats, defense is not your AC, it is your damage reduction. Your AC will actually be your initiative, which I believe is speed and dex combined. Uh, yeah, one second. I'm going to double check this. Uh, oh, shot right past it. Yep, it is your dex and your speed uh, determines your initiative, and defense is your damage reduction. So just keep that in, pow- in power. Wow. I, I need more coffee. Um, so keep that in mind when uh, when uh, statting your, uh, your animus. So speaking of, what is this business rat's... Uh, uh, stat block looking like. Okay, so since I am a magician, um, I want kind of, okay, I, I, I want my, uh, AP and range to be pretty high, but, uh, so here's, here's another question. What does power mean in this context? Okay, so power is the physical force your anima can, uh, exert. So, mm-hmm. like, if we are talking about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, for example. Star Platinum would have a D12 in power, because he hits like a dump truck. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, I suppose I should also uh, mention, so when you attack with your anima, you are actually attacking with two stats. So uh, each uh, class basically has uh, different stats they fight with. For the Magician, you are using your intelligence and your range as your, uh, excuse me, your, uh, your attack. Mm-hmm. I believe it is intelligence and range plus two? Uh-huh. Okay, you, you got that? Yes. Okay. I got that pulled up. Okay, okay, good. Oops. But so basically, um, uh, I, I, as a magician, I basically don't really concern myself with power yeah, very you, much. Yeah, you, your deal is not stopping power. Your deal is inflicting effects for all intents and uh-huh. purposes. Okay. So, uh... That doesn't mean you can't, like, hit someone at a rat traveling at terminal velocity. <laughs> yes, but that's that's not going to be my, yeah. my first uh, option. Yeah, it's just the difference of getting hit by a hacky sack and a dump truck. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still going to sting, so, but it's not your main for- source of, uh, of effect. Okay, um, so I think that I definitely want range to be the most important thing here because uh i think it would be funny to reverse the direction of things at uh at you know 60 it's, feet away yeah so um so range is going to be 12 uh right. and then i'm gonna have ap at 10 all right oh yeah that, so that is something that i forgot to mention so your ap and your hp are doubled for the purposes of uh of combat so uh, Florence actually has 12 HP and 20 AP uh, yes. doing this. Um, and then my speed is going to be 8. Nice. Uh, defense at 6. Alright. So uh, and then power at 4. Reduction. And strength continues to be dump stat. Oh yes. I do not. Do I look like I've done a push-up in my <laughs> life? <laughs> uh, uh, so that that's going to be that's gonna be my cool rat. Yeah. And uh, we will figure out your virtue and the name of your anima at a later date. 
yeah, uh, we can. We'll come back. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it a think while everybody else is yeah, making their characters. Yeah, we'll, we'll swing back around. Uh, Hillary Ash, uh, which one of you wants to go next? I've done most of mine um, already. All right. So I, will... I don't know if Hills needs more time to think through. I'm happy to go next. Okay, we will go with you next. I have set you up a character sheet and roll twenty. Okie dokie. All right. So let, let's start at the beginning. What is your name? Uh, my name is Colton Granger, sir. Oh, I love him already. Oh, no, I love him. Okay, how do I actually... There you go. Edit this character sheet. Okay, character sheet. Okay. So, we are level one. Yep. Uh, I am a guardian. Oh, cool. Okay, um, so... so... I really focused on defense. Fair enough. Uh, oh, well, yeah, let's... my HP in. Okay, so... Yeah, let's uh yeah, starting with the with the start. Uh yeah, your uh what are your uh your five stats? So my HP is a D ten. Okay. Uh, my intelligence is a D four. Checks out. My strength is twelve. Nice. My charisma is six, and my dex is an eight. Oh. Very dexterous, uh guardian. Alright, so... I figured I didn't know what else to put in as the dump stat. Fair enough. So, uh, yeah, let's go to your virtue, vices, and... Well, yeah, we already have the drive for everyone. (laughs) Okay, so it's all our same friend. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like... Yeah, I suppose I should mention this out. Um, Yeah, like, unless you guys want your characters to know each other, this is basically... A friend of yours has reached out, and... Like, he's trying to get as many people as he knows... Uh, into uh, yeah, you know, into this investigation. So you don't necessarily okay. have to know each other, uh, but you guys all definitely know him. Okay, okay, gotcha. So my virtue is that I always help those in need. Okay, like that. Um, Does my he... vice is that I'm extremely stubborn. Oh, I love it. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I've... yeah, let's um, yeah, whenever you're uh done putting those in if uh, if you wanted to um yeah let, let's go ahead and uh, hear a little bit about uh colton's backstory so colton granger is a simple country boy uh he came up to the big city to help his uh, help out his friend and he, he doesn't really know what he's doing right now oh i love him so much he considers portsmouth to be the big city oh yeah baby <laughs> oh oh my sweet child <laughs> Oh, this is great. I love this guy. He's about late 20s, 6'5", 6'6", on a good day. Um, Very muscular, very messy, sort of sandy blonde hair, a short... It's like he's trying to keep his beard well-trimmed, but it's not working. Um, And he mostly dresses in simple clothes, like cargo pants, and then a fairly form-fitting cotton shirt, and then combat boots. He also has a couple of piercings on his ears. And I'm going to sound extremely pretentious here. Honey-colored eyes. Ooh. Ah. Uh. <laughs> uh. So, yeah. So, yeah, just uh, just for reference, he uh, does he wear the uh, combat boots because he used to serve, or is it just these are the best steel-toed boots he could get a hold of? Best steel-toed boots. Like, okay. I suppose combat boots probably isn't the right term. They'd work probably, boots. They'd literally be like work boots, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I can dig it. Um, so he also smokes cigars on occasion. Yeah, that checks out. 
So, uh, so what? What's his regular job? What would uh, what would his uh, socioeconomic status be? Also, I, I just love moment. saying socioeconomics. <laughs> Makes you feel fancy. Yes, I, f- I feel learned. Um, he'd probably actually be poor at the moment. He does come from a farming, a very small farming town and a farming family, but uh, he's currently living off not an inheritance, but what he had in his savings when he left to come and help his friend. So I don't think he has a job at the moment, and he's quite possibly crashing on someone's couch. Okay. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and at the moment give him the uh, the poverty uh, level of uh, social status, so that's like $10, $10 per day. But like, since you did mention he has a, uh, a savings account, like later we can state like how much money is in that savings account so that you know, like, if you needed to, I don't know, quickly rent a car, like, that would yeah. that would be a thing. He's definitely living below his means right now. I mm-hmm. also kind of envision him getting a job as a builder at some point. Okay, okay. Portsmouth does have a lot of uh, opportunities for uh, uh, construction work. Oh, another thing I forgot to mention, because I thought it was really funny, he's allergic to shellfish. Oh, that's great. <laughs> no! Oh, this poor man. Oh, that was the first thing that popped into my head when you said it was like the lobster capital. I went, ah, oh, yes, my character's <laughs> going to be allergic to lobster. I love it. All right, so, yeah, I suppose that is all we need at the moment for Colton, so let's move on to his anima. You said it was a uh, guardian type? Yes. All right. Uh, um, and I based it off the ox. All right, so you're using an ox. Do you have a uh, name for uh, for your anima yet? Not yet. I'm still... Uh, I was going with Asterian, and then I went, eh, that's too Greek mythology when I'm going with a Minotaur vibe, so I'll figure something out later. Okay. So, speaking of Minotaur, uh, the uh, the look of uh, your anima? He is a giant yellow Minotaur with, like, glowing yellow eyes, and just wears very basic leather metal armor, and just kind of a scrappy loincloth. Um, and the yellow is because I was looking at the... Xing, uh, which is like the five elements in Chinese philosophy, mm. and earth is associated with yellow, and the ox zodiac is associated with the earth element, so I kind of all just put that together. Okay, okay. Cool. Alright, so your abilities. Do you know what your anima's power is? I didn't come up with a name. I thought he could touch someone and cause them to turn to stone which would prevent them from moving and also prevent them from taking damage, but then that felt too too good for a first-level ability, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that, that definitely does feel like a higher-level ability. Yeah, so I was thinking, like, just touch, and or element, or earth, or stone, or something. Yeah, like, you, you could definitely do, like, a uh, like an Earthbender-style uh, deal with, uh, with your anima. Yeah, I just, I'm not super sure on that, because I didn't really get what a level one ability is meant to look like. Um, it, yeah, like, it, it can be fancier, or flashy, uh, it just can't be, like, it needs room to grow, is what it needs. Yeah. So, yeah, like, inverse can only reverse objects at the moment, but later it, it can probably do some ridiculous trash that, uh, that I'm not expecting. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, we had a, uh, yeah, our friend Mariel, who I already mentioned, um, she had gravity, be her uh, her powers. So level one was she could increase or decrease how much gravity affected uh, an object. 
And she showed me the math, and I was like, okay, level three, I guess you can make a black hole now. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. Um, I'll go with defense as ability one, so it's... Okay, yeah, like if you want to go the petrification route, maybe uh, you can make yourself or others like more durable, like denser. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I guess we can make uh, like your power be petrification <laughs> and just have like uh, level one be like people you touch get a bonus to their defense. And uh, let's see, do you want that to be a flat bonus of like uh, plus one or plus two? Or do you want it to be a modular bonus, like you spend X amount of of AP and that's how much of a damage reduction they get? But now I think for level one, just a, like a flat plus one or plus two. Okay. All right. So yeah, just in abilities, just put like a, you know, we'll say plus one to defense uh, at the moment, just to see how busted that is. Um, yeah, I've put petrify plus one bonus to defense. Yeah. Yeah, if it's not terribly busted, I might allow you to do a plus two. Uh, we'll see. So, for your stats, you are a guardian, so I believe strength and defense are your uh, damage types? Yes. Which is um, <laughs> really messed up, because my defense is also a 12. Oh boy. <laughs> okay, so we got defense at 12. Uh, yep. what, what is your AP? 8. 8. Okay, that's pretty good. That's 16. Uh, your yep. range? Uh, my range is 6. Okay. Your power? Ten. Ten. Nice. And you're a very slow boy with a speed of four. <laughs> yes, I figured that was what would make sense for who is basically a tank. Yeah. Alright, I believe that is all we need from Colton. Okay. This right. just automatically saves it, right? Uh, it should. Okay, there we go. Oh, it changed it to a fancy font. Oh, nice. Alright. And Hillary. Alright, my character's name is Tammy Whittle. Oh, I love him. Alright, so I... Alright, I have set you up with the character sheet. Right. Should I plug these things in now? Yeah, yeah, like, as we're going. Alright. So, Tammy Whittle? Yes. Alright, and what are her stats? Her stats? Yep. Uh, I have her charisma's 12. Dang. Uh, dex is 10. Nice. Strength is 8, hit points are 12, and intelligence is my dump stat with 4. Um, you have a 6 floating around. Oh, the HP, I doubled the 6 for the 12. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, I see what you mean. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I assume okay. that's over. Alright, so, do you have her virtues and vices? Yes. So, her virtue is, as a former Miss Lobster, she loves her town and will always defend its reputation even if it sounds super shady. <laughs> oh, I love it. And her vice is that she is extremely image-oriented. Like, <laughs> everything is about image. Oh, we got two vain people in the party. No. People around her image. going to implode. <laughs> <laughs> and she works at the local gym. Okay. A uh, nuclear gym or a different yeah, com nuclear. competitor? Yeah, nuclear gym. Okay. Oh boy, I'm, I'm glad about that. I'm glad about that. Alright, so so she's former Miss Lobster and was born here. Anything else about her background or history? Um, She comes from a pageant family that moved up to Maine. Mm. 
So, um, so her mother was a literal monster, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, it depends. <laughs> depends on how you view things. <laughs> I think so. So, based on her uh, her virtue, she she likes it uh, up here in Portsmouth. Yes, she has no plans on leaving. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> All right. So was she uh, was she pushed hard to uh, to do the pageantry thing or? Like, even from a child's age, was she like, yeah, I want to do this? Yeah, she was super like, yeah, I want to do this. Okay. She loved the glitz and the glam and like, yes. Uh, so, uh, she is a former Miss Lobster. Did she, uh, get overthrown or did she, uh, retire? She got too old. She got too old? Too old. Okay, so. She's in her 20s now. It's way too yeah. old to be. Sorry. Yeah, she, she's basically an old woman. Does she, uh... Does she still take part in uh, the Lobster Fest as, like, a administrative role or, like, helping yes. out with the things? Yes. Yeah, she is on the board. Okay, okay. Um, what, do, what does she look like? What does a, what does a former Miss Lobster uh, look like? All right. She's about 5'3", five, 5'4", five, so she's tiny. Uh, she has long blonde hair that she keeps in either curls or one side bun. Um, and she's always wearing her either work uniform or uh, red dress, or she loves the color red, and she's got blue eyes. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Uh, let's see. And let's see. She works uh, with uh, the... the uh, bleh. I need more coffee. What is going on? Ugh. Okay, so she, she works with the... With the pageantry, um, you know more about that world than I do. Uh, what what would you say her her socioeconomic uh, standing is? Uh, I would say either middle class or uh, upper class. Okay, I'm not sure which one to do. Okay, uh, we'll we'll split the difference a little bit. Um, and we will say that you're uh, uh <laughs> I hate saying this middle upper middle class. So you'll get like twenty five a day. Okay. And uh uh good lord, I need to drink more coffee before doing these. Can we get a can we get a counter for how many times you've said coffee this episode? <laughs> yes, please. Um I was gonna start keeping track of the amount of times we've said stand. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do also enjoy the fact that we are two glam just uh, people out here doing it, and we are bankrolling this absolute country bumpkin. I know. Once you started explaining your character, I was like, "Oh, yeah, oh, yeah." So, so this oh. this is one of the the fun things I like about the games I run. Uh, is I I am all for people making who is a who is effectively the same character, because <laughs> then then it feels like you you either get the uh, like. Like the same hat interaction, just like yeah, you're cool. Or you get like like two opposing like chimpanzees in a room, and mm. only one's gonna come out. When I think my character at least leans a little bit more towards like the fitness pageantry, whereas Julian's character is a little more just the fashion. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I was gonna and- ask what uh what would qualify a Miss Lobster, since uh, this is a creation of your own doing. Uh, I think just, like, the local... I mean, I'm basing this on, like, the Miss Milk Days we have here, so I'm... I don't know. But I'm just assuming it's just, like, a local... A local, um, contest. You know, like, beauty, smart, like, 
beauty slash talent uh, pageant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. As soon as it was the same thing as with like Ash said, like as soon as you said lobster, I was like, ah, yes, I am former Miss Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let us move on to your anima. Uh, do you have a I name? Do. Yes, oh, I do. I was... My anima anima's name is Protein Fluff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's an assassin. <laughs> we get kind of fit, kind of fat to sponsor us for a protein. <laughs> I would show. love that. <laughs> Yeah, they are an assassin, and they are a um uh an amorphic like a humanoid snake, but made out of whipped cream. I love it. Oh my god! <laughs> so okay, so yeah, you, you have posted a uh, yeah you've posted a uh, an image of uh of what you've done in Hero Forge in the uh in yeah I can't I couldn't do great. Uh, uh, it it looks good enough to get the uh. The point across. Um, so, when you say it's made out of whipped cream, is it a situation where the the shade and the shine of the whipped cream makes it look like a actual creature, or is it like that is a snake person made of whipped cream? It is that is a snake person made out of whipped cream. Okay, okay. So, so it looks kind of gooey, kind of moist. Yeah, like it squishes. If you touch yeah. it, it would squish. Oh, I love and hate this thing at the same time. I absolutely love it. All right. So they are fabulous. <laughs> okay, so protein fluff is a assassin. You're obviously using snake yes. uh, for your assign. So I believe assassin is dex and speed for your damage and your attack. Yeah. So those are definitely not your dump stats. So uh I forgot how I've been organizing this, but yeah, let's go to uh to your anima stats real quick. All right. My speed I did is my 12. Fair enough. Uh, this is a very fast snake made out of whipped cream. My D10 I put to my AP, so for 20. Good. Uh, power 8, All defense right. 6, and ranged 4. Okay. All right. So have you put any thought into your abilities for a puff Yes. Puff I puff. decided to not be super creative, and when I saw create and manipulate acid, I was like, ah, yeah, snake. So mm-hmm. they are a... Whipped cream snake that can create and manipulate pink acid. Oh, yes. Okay. I'm into it. Okay, so yeah, that actually seems like a pretty uh, good, like, level one that we can build off of. So, yeah, acid creation. Um, We should probably, like, determine right now how strong this acid is, so... I I would think, like, at this point, not very caustic, but, like... I mean, it could eat through something if it sat there long enough, but it's not going to, like, eat through something instantly. Okay, so so it's going to cause more chemical burns to people, but, like, can melt through some paper no problem. Yeah, like, I could get through some cardboard, maybe. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, let's see. I think I think that is everything for your character creation. Um, can I ask a question about Tammy? Yeah. How does she feel about the cryptozoology? Um, she she is very into it since it is such a big part of town history. Okay, okay, because it it seemed like she was coming down on the lobster side, <laughs> so I, I I was just T- trying to make sure. Yeah, Tammy seems like a she's into all of it. Okay, yeah. like lobster and and the cryptids. 
I mean, as, as long as it's about Portsmouth, she's like, yes. All right. Okay. So we have everyone's characters. Um, so. What is the name of our friend whose cousin is missing? Your friend is... I need to scroll down. Okay, his first name is Mark. Uh... <laughs> Give me one and second. Is it possible to slightly shift the drive on for Colton... Where instead of Mark being his friend, Mark is his cousin, so it's like yeah. a second cousin or a third cousin or something is missing. Yeah, sure, that works. And you know what? I will also give Mark Colton's last name. They are cousins on his dad's side. Wait. You don't... Yes. <laughs> so yeah, Mark Granger is uh, kind of a mutual friend between all you guys. Uh, he is, uh, he, you know, he's just kind of a dude. He, uh, he does odd jobs around town. He's uh, kind of a jack of all trades. Yeah. You know, like, if, like if you looked at him, it would be like, yep, that's, that is certainly a guy. Uh, you know, he's got brown hair, blue eyes, uh, kind of tannish skin. Um, he almost always wears, like, one of those uh, puffy, uh, like, vests. Oh, yes. You know, like, that, that's, like, his biggest, like, yep, that's Mark kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, we have our 12, uh, city locations currently, um, with some of you working at, uh, okay, let's see, yeah, uh, Tammy works at the gym and helps out with the festival planning, so she also does some volunteer work. Um, Florence, does he work at City Hall, or does the tourism uh, board have the, like their own offices somewhere? Okay, so here's um, here's what I was thinking because uh, typically the tourism board is a government um, organization, right? Yep. Um, so it, it it would make sense that it would have some offices, uh, um, but I feel like because of the uh, I, I guess hostilities with City Hall, uh, it would be closer to, uh, it, it would probably be more in the historic district or closer to Weird Town. Okay. Okay, I can add that uh, location there uh, later. All right, the the offices of uh, the Tourism Bureau. Mm-hmm. All right. Also, I just realized the map on uh, Roll20 I have of the town is outdated because I don't have the placeholder cafe. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, let's see. Um, are there any other locations that uh that Florence uh, frequences uh, that that you can no. think of right now? Like, isn't like I feel like the location thing also falls under the I know guy rule, where it's like if it makes sense, you could say like, oh yeah, no, I know where we can go to get you know this information or this object or what have you. So like, um, if you guys don't want to come up with the more locations right now, that's fine. I can't think of anything right now. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, we, yeah, let's uh, hop back over to Colton. So is Colton uh, crashing on uh, at Mark's house? Or... Colton is definitely crashing at Mark's place. Okay. So, yeah, Mark will definitely live in the uh, residential uh, district uh, towards the uh, southern end of uh, town. Like, probably not all the way down at the peninsula, but, you know, a bit further uh, southwest of uh, Wednesday's Bar. Uh, okay. Yeah, there's a. Uh, so that's probably a bit too far away for him to like walk to the nuclear gym. How far? Uh, at, uh, yeah, I have a. 
Okay, it's not a far uh, run or far walk for me, but also I'm a psychopath. But yeah, luckily for Colton, uh, the city really cares about public trans- bleh, transport. So there is a tram that uh, kind of goes through town. There's plenty of uh, buses that stay on time. Uh, okay. So yeah. he probably frequents Wednesdays and the nuclear gym a lot. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, <clears throat> so he's relatively new in town. Like he was called up by his cousin to, to come hang out and then later to investigate the, the missing of your mutual cousin. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, Mark uh, Mark gave you a call one day, invited you to come up and uh, check out Lobster Fest, uh, and eh, Colt, you know, it's the start I of summer. Cousin doesn't even remember that I'm allergic to shellfish. Yeah, yeah, Mar- Mark might just be like, yeah, no, this is, this is fun, I should I should call my cousin up here. Yeah. Okay, no. Uh, okay, so yeah, frequents a uh, nuclear gym, Wednesday's bar... Yeah, we'll Maybe say that's that... how he found out he was alleged shellfish. <laughs> oh no! He never had lobster before or any kind of shellfish, and then he's just invited to Lobster Fest and has like a severe allergic reaction. Oh no! Is and... this a horrible childhood memory, or is this like <laughs> no? Now? This, is, this is like last week. <laughs> oh no! Okay, so yeah, we'll say you've been in town for about a week. You know, like just get getting a. Having oh, a bit of vacation from the from the farm. Uh, oh my god. You know what? Go ahead and add EpiPen to your inventory. <laughs> uh, I was considering making that my um, advice, but I was like, no, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> oh, I, oh I, I'm just so addicted to staying alive. Oh, it's my vice. I love it so much. Alright, so yeah, let's go back to, uh, to Tammy. Do you, have, uh, do you have any locations other than the... Uh, Nuclear gym and uh, city hall that uh, that you frequent. Um, I don't think so. Because I was actually looking like those two are pretty much a straight shot between them. So she probably will live near one of them as, or like between them as well. Okay. So I could live anywhere else that she'd go at the moment. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, the these aren't vitally important. It's just like additional character and world building things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will. Go ahead and find the document I made and add the tourism board. Mm-hmm. Offices. Offices. That is totally how you spell to... words. What was that? Sorry. I was just complaining about spelling skepticism. Oh, oh, <laughs> Lord. Dyslexia is a sin against words. That's right. that, that just a cruel joke some linguists decided to play on people who can't read good. Dyslexia. Yeah. Um, okay, um, <clears throat> so, oh, right, this is a, uh, this is a very important, uh, thing I almost forgot to mention. So, who here was born with their, sta- uh, their anima ability? This is the part I forgot to do. <laughs> well, th- this is a simple, uh, like, yes or no, like, could it, like, it could be anywhere from, uh, yeah, you've had this... Thing that just kind of shows up whenever you want or need it to, and it does weird things, or it could be like it, it's taken a more subdued uh, role, like, um, wow, yeah, that, that truck hitting me going 80 miles an hour really should have killed me, but whew, I am very much unhurt. Or is it just nothing weird has ever happened to you before? So, like, if you, if you do decide, like, no, I haven't had. Uh, an anima or any supernatural things happen to me in the past. 
there is a story point where we will be getting into uh, the the doling out of anima abilities. I think Colton definitely has had it, because um, I think his family owns a cattle farm, um, just to tie in the whole cow theme a bit more, <laughs> kind of. Really uh, likes them cows. I mean, yeah. But I don't think anything weird has happened to him to the point where his anima has had to manifest. Okay. So okay, he's, so. like, a little bit more durable. He gets head-butted and trampled by cows, and he gets up and dusts himself off, and he's fine. But, yeah, oh. his piss-colored anima is just, like, not there at the moment. Okay, that yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, he's never been in a life-or-death situation that would require his anima to manifest. Just, like, situations where it's like, boy, it really would have sucked if I wasn't, you know, hard-headed enough to survive that that bull kick. Yeah. Alright. Anyone else? Um. Yeah, we will... I was thinking that Molly wasn't born with hers, but she met it young. Okay. Her maybe, like, not, like, recently, but when she was younger. Okay. So, usually, um, a anima is manifested during a very traumatic or stressful event in someone's life. Uh, what kind of event, uh, caused, uh, protein fluff to manifest itself? Um, so just, like, thinking about it, I was just thinking, like, maybe, like, she fell from, like, a large distance when she was younger, and that was, like, how she met it, because, like, the speediness of it. So, like, she fell and it like, manifested yeah, it and, like, yeah, yeah, like, softened uh, the the fall with the acid. And gave her, like, a little boost. Because it couldn't give her, like, a, like a, essentially, like, a little boost of speed. Or, like, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Reaction time? Oh, okay, okay. Okay, so, yeah, now, now I'm thinking, uh, yeah, like, my, my original thinking was, like, she's falling from a great height, so protein fluff would use its acid to uh, kind of, like, melt the ground a little so it would be softer when she hit. But mm-hmm. uh, with the speed and the reaction time, now I'm thinking more, like, it manifested, wrapped itself around her, and then, like, leaped off to grab whatever she fell off of to, you know, cancel the falling altogether. Yeah, I like that. Okay. That was the thing I forgot to think about. All right. And how about Florence? Has Florence ever been in a situation where... I don't think Florence has ever had a negative interaction ever. Oh, boy. I think that he is so, like... Like, what what, what, what could have happened that, you know, he he went off and and pushed papers too good and... He he got a real (laughs) deep paper cut. Like, I think that he is extremely unaware of uh, his own, like, anima abilities, which makes it kind of ironic that he is super into the cryptozoology, like, aesthetic and the, the fun of this whole thing, <laughs> but he he's also never had a supernatural experience. I love it. I, I was really hoping that was going to be the deal for him. Mm-hmm. Hall just has a rat infestation. Yeah. <laughs> it's the dangerous thing. We keep think like the janitor keeps saying this rat's made of crystal. <laughs> we uh, think the janitor might I might be it. taking some some crystal rats if you if you catch my meaning. <laughs> Is crystal rat going to now be 
uh, canonical? Not as of right now. Okay. <laughs> we will see. That's all we can ask for. Yes. All right. So let's see. We got everybody's character. We have uh, uh, the house rules laid down. We have the drives. I believe we are almost done with session zero in at an hour and a half. Ooh, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So before we end uh, session zero, and of course for uh, the stream and the recording. There will probably be a lot of back and forth between us uh, in between uh, episodes because we're doing this uh, every other week, uh, barring any... I'm in another country. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so this is probably all the information uh, that we have at the moment for... uh, or that we need at the moment for uh, Portsmouth. So before we finish up, there is uh, something I wrote down for... The end of this session, kind of like a prelude and, and like, uh, vibe, uh, thing for the, the campaign as a whole. Uh, I did write this down and I am reading it, so I am probably gonna flub stuff. So, yeah. I believe in you. Yeah. Fair warning. <clears throat> It is a late Friday night on June 15th, just a few hours before dawn and the start of the annual Lobster Festival. A cool breeze from the coast has turned the night air around Main Street chilly for this time of year. The businesses up and down the road have been closed for a few hours, and the street is mostly devoid of human activity. Down the middle of the road, apparently not in the least bit concerned with his own safety, is a man with a forgettable face and a crisp white suit. He whistles a directionless tune as he approaches the area to be marked off for the festival. He stops in a spot that will soon become the stage for the following day's entertainment. Reaching into his jacket, he produces an intricately etched pocket watch. The watch glows with a gentle amber light as he opens it up. The man in the crisp white suit looks around as though trying to get his bearings. He holds up his hand as if trying to frame a scene and after a few moments, readjusts his positioning, taking a few steps forward and a bit to his left. He smiles an unremarkable smile and closes the watch, putting it back into the pocket of his suit jacket. Ah, yes, here we are, he says, kneeling and placing a hand to the ground. This will do nicely. The air around him shimmers like a heat wave through a kaleidoscope. The shimmering seems to ooze off the man and puddles onto the road before seeping into the asphalt itself. Rather pleased with himself, the forgettable man in a crisp white suit straightens up while dusting off his hands, turns on his heels, and begins to walk back the way he came, whistling his directionless tune, seemingly excited for tomorrow's festivities. And yeah, that is, uh, that is what I have. Yeah. Yeah, I still got some stuff to write down for, uh, session one. Um, I had a good chunk of it written down, but then I realized I don't have anyone's, uh, characters... (laughs) So I couldn't go too far. But yeah, um yeah, next time we play we will get into uh the city of Portsmouth and uh explore the uh the lobster fest and see what, what kind of shenanery happens there with two two vain uh individuals and a good old boy. Please, sir, I'm I'm just a simple boy. I'm just a simple country boy. I'm just a simple boy that needs a simple EpiPen. <laughs> Everybody not, uh, here is so sparkly. Why are you all so sparkly? 
I, I had no <laughs> idea that there was shellfish in, in this here lobster quiche. What do you mean they put shells in fish? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love him. Oh, he's great. I, I love I, I love one hundred percent good himbo boy. Yes. Oh absolutely. Uh but yeah, as a uh as a unfortunate result of uh of us streaming the game, um for I guess future reference of the stream and not necessarily the recording. I will not be interacting with chat all that often. Uh, I only mention this because I saw Zemsa showed up, uh, our pal Zemps, and he seems very amused by this. Uh, but yeah, that is uh, that is all for session zero. Uh, if individuals wanted to contact me, I have a Twitter at crimsbacon, uh, C-R-I-M-S, bacon. If anyone else wants uh, potential strangers to yell at you on the internet, feel free to give your social media handles. My Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, everything is Ash and Heart Cry. Uh, I won't spell that for you. You can find it out yourself. Yeah. No, it's um, A-S-H-E-N-H-A-R-T-K-R-I-E. Yeah. If that's the name of a thing, it's probably me. Hmm. Uh, I can't... I, I know definitely Julian doesn't want strangers talking to him. Oh, yes. I I don't leave the house or talk to people. You don't even go to the grocery store. I don't. <laughs> and I hate I, it. It's my least favorite. I assume the same is uh, true for you, Hillary? Um, I, well, I have a Tumblr, so, which is lovely hyphen hills. H-I-L-L-S. Okay. So, yeah, that is yeah. where those of us who can be contacted can be contacted for individuals viewing and or listening to this all right we will see people later i will get with our editor and see where uh see when things uh can be edited and see just what exactly is going to happen with this weird recording thing we got going on and uh yeah follow me on social media i will post when uh when and where i post this uh full episode uh that yeah, that works. All right. Uh, Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening and showing up. Bye. 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 I don't know why I waved at the camera. We don't have <laughs> webcams done. <laughs> <laughs>